As a business leader, you know attracting top talent is just the beginning. Real growth happens when you lead yourself and others well. Creating a company culture that attracts, nurtures, and retains the best of all things. We'll teach you how to make an impact through a holistic leadership approach. Reframing success in leadership. This is the Talent Magnet Institute podcast. Hello, and thank you for joining us on the Talent Magnet Institute podcast. My name is Christine Lewis. I'm the executive assistant to our normal podcast host, Mike Sipple Jr. It's a special pleasure to be with you here in our studio today. We have a guest with us, Janelle Spence. Janelle is the marketing manager of Centennial Talent Strategy and Executive Search. And you may not know this, but the Talent Magnet Institute podcast is actually an extension of Centennial talent strategy and executive search. And it was started to help us reach more leaders and to help more leaders like you. And Janelle has been integral in getting the Talent Magnet Institute podcast off the ground and in launching the Talent Magnet Institute. Today, we're here to talk about LeaderCast, which is something that Centennial traditionally has supported and promoted in our region and want to inform you about the great benefits of attending a LeaderCast. So Janelle, tell us a little bit more. First of all, thank you for joining us here in the studio well, today. Thank you. This is a lot of fun to be here and get to hang out with you because we always have a good time when we're together. So hopefully it'll be a good time here today. Yes. Anyway, Janelle, tell our listeners about LeaderCast. What is it? Well, LeaderCast is the world's largest one-day leadership event. And this is broadcast live from Atlanta each May, and it goes to hundreds of host sites around the world. So these amazing speakers, they have them live in Atlanta, but then throughout the world, people can be hearing those same speakers during that same time. And it's great because it helps leaders like our listeners to realize their leadership potential and become someone that others will follow. We've had lots of amazing speakers in the past. I know last year we had Michael Hyatt. The year before that, I really appreciated Donald Miller. Andy Stanley is a regular and one of my favorites. And this year, a big highlight was Carla Harris. She was amazing. We'll talk about her a little bit later. She is the vice chairman of wealth management and senior client advisor at Morgan Stanley, and she's just dynamic. So lots of good speakers, great event. It's just really neat that they can take an event from Atlanta and be able to send it out to all over the world. Now, our organization, Centennial, Town Strategy and Executive Search has been involved with LeaderCast for a long time. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? How long and why have we been involved? Well, Centennial has been involved for 11 years, and it's just their general theme of creating leaders worth following. Centennial strongly believes in building strong, great leadership teams that work well together. And a lot of the themes from LeaderCast have really lent themselves well to our same passions, things like lead yourself, the idea of you have to take care of yourself if you want to be able to lead well. This year's theme of leading healthy teams was exactly something that we pursue regularly as we look for leaders to put in to our clients' organizations that are going to help lead healthy teams. So it's been just makes sense for Centennial, who wants to develop leaders and has a passion for not just placing people in organizations, but to make the whole organization stronger, make their future brighter because of the leaders that we place. 
Janelle and I are recording this podcast because we want to give you, the listener, a glimpse of what you might experience or some of the learnings that you might glean from attending a LeaderCast in your community. As Janelle mentioned, LeaderCast is blasted live out of Atlanta to hundreds of sites worldwide, everywhere from the Bahamas to New York to Nova Scotia. It's just remarkable, and it's really fun to feel a part of something so big. So we're going to talk about the speakers and some of our favorite moments from LeaderCast 2019. As Janelle mentioned, the theme of LeaderCast 2019 was leading healthy teams, and it was kicked off by Andy Stanley. Janelle, what did you think of him? Oh, he's just really fascinating, and I love the way he communicates, so I always learn something from him. So this year, of course, was just the same, always something good. He talked about that for a team to be successful, they need to be looking at, you know, what is working and also what is succeeding. Um, If they don't take a look at, hey, this is working well, then if something goes off, they won't know how to fix it. Another key takeaway was that he encouraged leaders to recruit doers over thinkers. Yeah, that was crazy, wasn't it? It was, and I appreciated it because I am a doer. So Mm -hmm. I thought, yes, let's get more of me out there. Yeah, doers. (laughs) Doers got it going on. Yes. Of course, you know, his theology or thought behind it is that doers can be trained to do what they need to do, whereas thinkers, they may be coming up with ideas and they may have great vision and thoughts, but they need somebody to execute So he was just saying that if you get doers on your team, you can act and make things really take off. So that was a big plus. And then another big idea he hit on was that you need to have the right people doing the right things. You know, if you look at people on your team and you see their strengths, you need to make sure that they're in a place they can be using those strengths. A quote that he said is, the right person in the wrong place feels like the wrong person. Yeah, that was an aha for me too. I wrote that one down. It's just a reminder that, and I think we see this with our clients, you know, if they're going through potentially a downsize or a merger and, you know, you want to you kind of feel like you want to be nice and move people to a different position. So you just move somebody so you can continue their employment. But if they're not the right fit, then you're doing both of you a disservice. They're Mm going to be frustrated. You're going to be trying to help them along, and it's just not going to work. So, again, the right person in the wrong place feels like the wrong person. And so you need to be looking at people more than just a list of skill set, like what do they bring and what can they really add to the organization. So. Of course, Andy Stanley also has some great leadership books, so there's plenty out there to look for to get more information from him. Yeah, I really liked Andy Stanley, too. And he, I think, traditionally kicks off every leader cast, right? The ones I've been to, yes. And he gets it going with a bang because he does such a phenomenal job of setting up what we're going to learn for that day and providing the framework. And I've become a big fan of his. And I have to admit, a lot of these speakers I really wasn't familiar with until I attended a leader cast. And Andy Stanley, of course, is one that we're all very familiar with, most of us, Mm -hmm. because he is such a prolific author. But one that I was not familiar with followed Andy Stanley, and that was Dr. Caroline Leaf. Yes. And wow, I kind of felt smarter after I listened to her. She's a neuroscientist. Yes, she was amazing. Just her wealth of knowledge. It was pretty, yeah, you just take it in. You're like, wow, there's so much that she knows. Well, even how she talked to us, she said, I'm going to intentionally speak fast because it actually makes your brain work harder. And 
you'll become smarter listening to me talk quickly. Mm -hmm. And I can't even talk that fast. So I'm just not even in the same realm. But gosh, one thing that she shared with us that I thought was crazy was that the mind and the brain are not the same thing. Mm. That is something I have never given a thought to. I have not used my mind in that way, thinking of it as a separate entity to my brain. And she said, you kind of take care of those two things differently. And I know our organization, not only Talent Magnet Institute, but Centennial Talent Strategy and Executive Search, we help a lot of leaders through what I now understand are mind issues, mental health for leaders is actually something that we feel very passionate about. And it's something that a lot of leaders don't take the time to take care of themselves. And Dr. Leaf shared with us the reasons why you need to go ahead and invest in your mind. And there were just so many interesting things that she said. I've since listened to her podcast several times. And so she's written books on performance anxiety, overcoming mental blocks. And those were the type of insights that she shared with the group. And they're so complicated, I really can't, you know, expound on them. But there are things that I can read and understand. And I encourage everybody to look up Dr. Caroline Leaf, listen to her podcast. I listened to a great one on anxiety. And I find that fear, you know, guides too many of my decisions, even in my daily work life. And getting rid of that fear and overcoming that and not letting it be a part of my day. And She's written some really neat books, too. So One thing I know she said more than once that kind of stuck with me, and it was simple enough that I could understand, was that you need to think, feel, and choose. Oh, yeah. So that kind of that whole, like, you can drive what you think, feel, and choose, and those are the things that kind of then create your actions and your responses to things. Yeah. I really enjoyed her. And like I said, I may not sound smarter talking about her, but I felt smarter after Mm -hmm. listening to her and plan to listen to her more and more. Anyway, she was followed by Ginger Hardage. Mm -hmm. Ginger was phenomenal. What did you like best about her? First, who was Ginger again? Let's tell everybody who she was. So Ginger is the former Senior Vice President of Culture and Communications at Southwest Airlines. And if you're familiar at all with Southwest Airlines, you know their culture is just one of fun. They kind of do things non-traditionally, and it's worked for them. But they really believe that your culture can't be stale and boring and rigid. You need to be able to have a little fun. And she showed some pictures on the screen of, you know, just people dressed up funny and being goofy and just trying to really enjoy work rather than, you know, having your nose to the grindstone and just having to put in your time and clock out. And so... Yeah, and she showed the correlation between happy employees and happy clients Mm -hmm. and how that culture absolutely impacts your bottom line and creates happy customers. And I thought that was really great. Yes. And I know for us with Centennial as well as the Talent Magnet Institute, that is something we stress is the culture. We oftentimes say, like, you will have a culture, but it's up to you whether you're going to set that tone or if the people within your organization are going to set it for you. So you need to be proactive about going out and creating a culture that is appealing to others. It makes such a big difference if you're trying to attract talent. It makes such a big difference once people exit. Like, what are they leaving? What are they feeling as they leave? Like, culture makes a huge difference. And if you're not doing anything to create it, then it's just going to happen. And chances are it's not going to be a good outcome. It's just going to be haphazard and but very potentially toxic. Well, 
Something that got a big laugh at our site was just because you have a ping pong table at your office does not mean that you have a great company culture. And it made me think, okay, a lot of our guests in this audience have a ping pong table at their work. And I've heard of other organizations that, you know, oh, let's all gather around the ping pong table and watch two people duke it out. And (laughs) I thought that was funny. She also talked about some other lies about company culture, things that just because your values are on the wall doesn't mean that you have a healthy culture, that a lot of people think it's a waste of time to invest in company culture. But frankly, company culture greatly impacts the bottom line. Mm -hmm. She also talked about the lie people believe is culture is someone else's job. Maybe Mm -hmm. they think it's human resources job. You know, they'll take care of it. But the reality is it's the leader's job. If they set the tone and they, you know, act out the culture, that will be felt and people will respond to that. Yes. Now, Ginger was followed up by the absolute highlight of LeaderCast for me. I was blown away by Carla Harris. How about you? Oh, she was just a superstar. She came out and she was engaging. She was dynamic. And she had great things to share, and she was a lot of fun. I would say if you ever get the opportunity to see her speak, take it, go for it. So I feel like she's an emerging leader in this realm of big conferences and things like that. I actually looked her up, and she has had been a guest at a couple different big conferences, but this, I think, was probably the biggest show for her. She is vice chairman of wealth management and senior client advisor at Morgan Stanley in New York. And she just had incredible insights. She's authored just two books, you know, just to put it in, and I'm not saying just two books because I've authored zero books, but, you know, Andy Stanley, 20 books, Michael Hyatt, 20 books, Carla, just two, but boy, her insights were spectacular. What favorite thing did you take away from her talk? I think the big thing was when she talked about, because she also sings, she's a singer and she loves to sing, but she was kind of embarrassed to share that as a professional. Mm -hmm. Like she didn't want to come into a business meeting and come in as, quote, Carla the singer. She was Carla the businesswoman. She was there to get business done. But she learned as she started to interact with people and shared more of her personal side, whether it was Carla the singer or the football lover or the parent or, you know, whatever we each bring into life, you know, it could be that we really love fishing, you know, like Mm -hmm. those things make a huge difference. Like we need to come in and be our own authentic self. And that's what really connects with people. And as she kind of said, she's like, you know, you can have these little chit chatty times before the meeting starts. She's like, that's actually the meeting before the meeting. That's when people are being drawn in and feel like they can trust you. They want to do business with you because they now have all these little connection points that they didn't have before. Or maybe they don't have with the competition who's also looking to fill the same role. So she was just saying now when she goes to the business meetings, she comes as Carla with all the hats. Like she wants to come in and just share who she really is. And then, too, she goes the next step further of trying to use those different backgrounds to help provide extra value for these people. So maybe Mm -hmm. she finds out like, oh, this person is also interested in fishing, and you happen to love this great little fishing spot. Well, then you share and tell, you know, you give your little secrets and hints away. And so, again, then by the time the actual true meeting starts, they kind of feel like, I'm almost indebted to this person. Mm -hmm. Not only have we connected, but now she's also given me, like, she may have 
You might be like, hey, I've got these season tickets to this and that. You, I'm not going to be using them. Do you want them? And so suddenly there's this whole level that wouldn't be there if they hadn't had this authentic self come to the table. Yeah. I loved how she said your authenticity is actually your competitive advantage. Mm. And I had never thought about that. Like what you bring to the table is your competitive advantage because only one person on the planet can be you. That was a huge takeaway for me. I've been meaning to share that one with my teenagers and plan to do that because, gosh, what a good lesson. Yes. And along that, you know, she talked about diversity, which, of course, comes with being authentic. You know, when you come, you're not going to be like everybody else and whether you can see it from the outside or not. But just the idea that when your decision makers all pretty much look and think the same, you're going to have very skewed decisions coming out of there. You need a diverse group with diverse experiences, diverse backgrounds, and that's going to make such a richer and better experience for everybody. And the decisions are going to just be better for the organization as a whole. Yeah. One other thing that she said, and we could devote an entire podcast to Carla Harris. She was that crazy good. I mean, she does have a TED Talk, by the way, if you want to get a snippet of what she's like. That's very exciting and dynamic. But I loved when she said, fear has no place in your success equation. And once again, that whole fear component that holds so many of our leaders back, it holds me back. I'm sure it's held you back at times. She's right. It has no place in our success equation. And I wrote that down three times, underlined it, you know, all that. That's so good. Yes. It was a good day, and we could go on and on. I know we ended the day with Patrick, and I'm going to mess up his last name because I've been saying it Lencioni, but I think they introduced him. Lencioni. Lencioni. There yeah. you go. I've got some learning to do on that one. And so he wrapped it up, and he's got – he leads the table group, so it's an organization dedicated to helping organizations improve teamwork, clarity, and employee engagement. So those are all hot topics and big things, and he's also – written the book, Five Dysfunctions of a Team, which is a huge bestseller. It's probably familiar to many of our listeners. So he has a lot out there that can be really beneficial to our listeners too. Yes. So one of the coolest things about LeaderCast is getting to know leaders worth following that you might not have heard of before. So we mentioned some of the bigger ones from this leader cast, but also Craig Springer from Alpha USA had some great insights One quote I wrote down of his was, a team needs an unbreakable bond in three areas, a shared goal, a commitment to achieve the common good, and connections to one another. Juliet Bunt joined LeaderCast as well and shared her insights on white space. And Juliet Funt is the daughter of Ellen Funt from Candid Camera. And so she had a lot of funny moments to share with the group and also the importance of Letting yourself take a breather and create that white space. And actually what comes out of that is enhanced creativity. That was something Michael Hyatt touched on last year too. You have to rest to be your best. Also, Gail King from the CBS Morning Show, she rounded out the day. Anyway, so once again, leaders that maybe we weren't familiar with before, but then were exposed to because of LeaderCast. So what do you hear about LeaderCast 2020? Well, they're 
setting up another great list of speakers, but the big thing is it's Thursday, May 7th, which if you've attended LeaderCast in the past, this is breaking from tradition slightly because it's typically been on a Friday, but this coming year, it will be Thursday, May 7th, and the theme is positive disruption, which I think is going to be really fabulous. They're going to find out how disruption can be good for your organization. And I think we all know that in theory, but I think this will really help being able to embrace disruption because, you you know, as much as you say it's good, like changes and things that get in the way don't always feel good. So Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be really powerful to hear about those different things. So, yep. Yeah, I think LeaderCast does a phenomenal job of bringing clarity to issues that are kind of like the most talked about things at the time, like healthy teams. Well, what does that mean? And disruption, what does that mean? Leading yourself, what does that mean? So I do feel that when you attend a leader cast, you leave with greater clarity around that topic, whatever that topic might be. You know, it seems like a lot of time, a whole day to invest in your leadership. You know, that's something, gosh, could I really sacrifice 8.30 to 3.30, a whole day dedicated to myself? Why do you think leaders should attend LeaderCast? Is the day worth it? Mm, absolutely. And it's one of those that, you know, you may not be able to write down financially the benefits, but it's like even as we discuss why rest is so important, like you just need some time to invest in yourself, invest in your team. This is a day where you can get refreshed, get inspired. You, you kind of go through your set day. You have tackling challenges after challenges, but to hear new thoughts and to be able to have different takeaways. I know we had one of our leaders from one of our clients here, and he came to LeaderCast, and he brought a team, and and he was able to share. He's like, a lot of the people on my team were not quite sure this was the best usage of our time because there's plenty of things that could be going on back at the office. Right away after the first speaker, they said, this is really good. This has been encouraging. It's really nice. And then just when you bring a team, the extra benefit is to have kind of that unifying factor. You're having a shared experience. There may be the jokes, the little funny things you can talk about later. And it's just a little more relaxed. You know, Mm -hmm. you're not chasing down demands or battling for time for things. And you can just hang out and learn together. So it's really a good time for whether it's an individual or a whole team, it's a a good experience. Well, and you mentioned learning together, and we all know that learning together is a great way to enhance company culture. And attending LeaderCast is a great first step to creating an even better culture. Even if your culture is phenomenal, it's a great great way to do that. So, And LeaderCast is kind of an easy sell, I mean, if mm-hmm. nothing else, because the host sites are all around the world, so there's probably one very close to you. You don't have to send a whole bunch of people out and spend hotel costs and food and lodging. It's like, it's right there. It's only a day, whereas so many of these big conferences are more than a day, and it, it just incurs a lot of extra costs. So that's another, you know, just very practical bonus. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. So what was that date again for next year? It is Thursday, May 7th, and the theme is Positive Disruptions. Where can people find more information about LeaderCast, especially in their community? If you go to LeaderCast.com, there is a place on their website. You can just look for a host site. So we have a number of them in the greater Cincinnati area, if you're local to this area where our headquarters are. But there are, again, all around the world. So leadercast.com, you can 
go on there, get some more information, see the speakers as those are unveiled, and then find a host site. Great. Well, thank you, Janelle. Thank you so much for sharing your insights. I enjoyed being with you here in the podcast studio. I would be remiss in not introducing our guest engineer for the day. My daughter, Ellen Lewis, is joining us. Her high school, Marymount High School, has a very unique experience dedicated to the leaders of tomorrow. They actually give students three days off of school to explore different careers. And it's been a special joy having my daughter in the podcast studio today learning about things like company culture, leadership, how important it is to dedicate yourself to your leadership. And it's been a great joy having her in the office as well, so she can see all the great things that Centennial Talent Strategy and Executive Search accomplishes, as well as the Talent Magnet Institute. We are dedicated to reframing success in leadership. And so, Ellie, thank you so much for joining us here today. I appreciate you being here. So thank you, everyone. Best wishes for a great, great week. Getting support, advice, and encouragement from someone objective can be invaluable in terms of improving your leadership and advancing your career. Learn how to get faster, better results through coaching at talentmagnetinstitute.com slash coaching results. The Talent Magnet Institute podcast is powered by Centennial, a talent strategy and executive search firm, and the Talent Magnet Institute. You can engage with us at Talent Magnet I on Twitter or Talent Magnet Institute on LinkedIn and Facebook. Please communicate by using hashtag Talent Magnet. Find us in your favorite podcast app to subscribe, rate, and leave a review, as well as share with a colleague. You can also listen at talentmagnetpodcast.com. Our podcast studio is based in greater Cincinnati, Ohio. We are supported by our listeners, clients, and partners from all over the world. The Talent Magnet Institute podcast is made possible by a great team that includes Janelle Spence and Christine Lewis of Centennial, Josh Chappelle and Adam Smith of Soundpress, Produced by Chris Madine of New Fidelity Studios and Audra Casino and Megan Doherty of One Stone Creative. Music written by DJ Corbett and Chris Madine. And myself, your host, Mike Zippel Jr. Thank you for joining us on the journey of developing leaders to succeed in relationships, work, community, and life. Reframing success in leadership.